Wendy. Good morning. Rise and shine up at Adam. It is a Monday. Uh-huh. What does Ryan like to say? Rise and grind. There you go. It, it feels like a Monday, too. The only grinding I want to hear is the grinding of the coffee machine. Oh, right. right. Yeah, no, absolutely right. You know, I, ever since I started grinding my own beans, I cannot not grind my own beans. In yeah, fact, my di- wife's the same way. Oh, I, man. I'm not a huge coffee drinker, and I've switched more from uh, hot coffee to cold coffee. Okay. So you, as long as I've known you, which has been, you know, three years and beyond, I mean, we've known each other intimately for three years now on the radio. (laughs) Slow your scroll there, buddy. Um, (laughs) Intimately, Bob. Intimately. uh, Men can have an intimate relationship. Yes, they can, but I'm not. (laughs) Without being societally intimate, I guess. No, I mean, the, 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 the intimacy that you're talking about is frowned upon by today's society (laughs) right right no there's no war on masculinity here on the morning news express but you've always drank cold coffee as long as i've known you yeah i i drink i drink warm coffee every now and then um but um i don't know why cold coffee tastes better to me sometimes um but you know that's that's just me that's just me how are you my friend you're doing good yeah i'm doing i'm doing great i had a great lunch with a friend of ours who obviously was your longtime friend, but is now turning into my friend. Marvin was uh, well, still my friend. I, I know he is. Okay, I just I know. you know. Do you guys stay connected every day? Or are you? Uh... I talked to him uh, for a very long time yesterday. Okay, awesome. Yeah. Awesome. And awesome. connected. I, that's one of the things that I, I think I got to figure out how to do better. I'm a horrible person at calling people. And you what? don't you don't answer your the morning mayor. If the morning mayor answers your phone call, you are a very important person because he sends everybody else to voicemail. <laughs> wow. You know, speaking of coffee. Hello, kettle. <laughs> Pot's calling. Oh, my goodness. So yeah. I, I know you don't watch. Well, I don't think you watch boxing. No, but I was alluding to this at the end of the. Five o'clock hour, Floyd Mayweather and uh, John Gotti the third, who of course is the grandson of the New York mob boss John Gotti. Uh, they had a boxing match, and at the end, John Gotti the third would not stop punching Floyd Mayweather, and of course this erupted an all-out brawl in the ring. You could see it on Twitter right now. Um, Mayweather seemingly toyed with Gotti throughout the. Uh, the fight's first five rounds, and then I guess Gotti got pissed and uh, just started throwing uh, blows after the bell rung, which is a no-no in boxing, obviously. Well, then, you know, obviously one's a boxer and one's a moron. A street, uh, straight fighter, right? Well, no, you know, he's like, I'm John Gotti the third. You're going to lose. <laughs> you're going to lose, or you're going to find some cement shoes. <laughs> right. I didn't yeah. even know John Gotti's uh, grandson was a, was a boxer at first. No, I, I thought it was a celebrity match, but you know everything that Floyd Mayweather does is a is a celebrity match. It, it seems like he does everything for uh, for show, just to enhance his pay per view. Uh, audience and make a lot of money. That's what he does. Because well, boxing's he, kind of gone by the wayside. Oh my the goodness, actual yeah. boxing to ultimate fighting, right? Yeah, no. I mean, the, the UFC, because people like stuff that is uh, that is brutal. Um, you know, boxing is not as brutal 
as it used to be. I remember as a young guy watching boxing, watching Mike Tyson just oh. punish his opponents, man. he what, what a great fighter. I mean, I wasn't around in the days of Muhammad Ali and George Foreman, but... Mike Tyson, man, that that guy was just one punch and you were out. Yeah, he was a uh, he was a beast. Yeah, and he was you know by far the strongest, maybe not the most um, prettiest fighter. I no. mean, he was a brawler, but mm-hmm. man, he would just knock you out. Um, do you remember? So. Do you remember that weird press conference? And then we have to go after this, but that weird press conference, Mitch Blood Green jumped off of a car in Harlem, New York in the middle of the night and tackled Mike Tyson. And no. they got, do, 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 you don't remember that? No, not oh, at all. You got a YouTube search that man. Mike Tyson was holding a press conference and his next opponent, Mitch Green jumped off a car and tackled him in the middle of the night. One of the most memorable press conferences ever. Anyway, uh, Bob Miller, Ryan Hedrick back together the way it should be on a Monday. It is time for sports and the Orioles Slugging out 14 hits. Did they get a win, though? Did it equal a win? I'll tell you about it right now. 930 WFMB Sports Update. And the Orioles did get a win. In fact, they swept the Kansas City Royals final score 11-3. Kyle Gibson was really, really good yesterday. He scattered seven hits over six innings. Got his eighth win of the season. He's now 8-3. The Birds with a well-deserved day off today as they played the Blue Jays on Tuesday. Meanwhile, the Red Sox over the Yankees, 3-2 in 10. The Rays keep winning, and that's problematic for the Orioles who are trying to catch them in the American League East as Shane McClanahan became the first Major League pitcher with 10 victories this season and a 7-3 victory. NBA Finals tonight. Nuggets can win it. They're up 3-1 on the Heat. It is 6-17 at WFMD. Here's traffic and weather together. Morning News Express and WFMD. Bob Miller, Ryan Hedrick, 620. And I'm sure you saw this and maybe even talked about it already, Ryan. Ted Kaczynski, the man known as the Unabomber, was found in his prison cell Saturday morning at the age of 81. Now, ABC News is kind of reporting that the death is being investigated as a suicide, but there's no official cause of death so far. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure that I'm not the only person, I'm sorry to say this, is that what took him so long? Yeah, no. um, I mean, a fitting end to a guy like that. He killed, what, 23 people? Charlie Kirk had an interesting tweet over the weekend. I like to follow him on Twitter. He was talking about the fact that Ted Kaczynski was a a brilliant mathematician. I'm going to read his tweet directly so I don't misinterpret what Charlie was trying to tweet out. Ted Kaczynski, the Unabomber, died today at 81, of course, that Saturday. He was one of America's most brilliant young mathematicians ever, but went mad after being a subject in abusive MK Ultra experiments while at Harvard. A lot of people know about that, but did you know that uh, Ted Kaczynski, before he became a hermit, developed a gender dysphoria and wanted to become a woman. Hmm. Did not know that. Yeah, so I thought that was very interesting. And, of course, the left went after Charlie Kirk, thinking that he was memorializing Ted Kaczynski, but I think he was trying to make a statement about how detrimental some of the drugs are that when people want to 
switch their sexes, those drugs can become very disorienting and uh, create a mad person. And Ted Kaczynski was once a mad person. Did you um, have you ever watched any documentaries or movies about the Unabomber to see how long it took the FBI to catch this guy? Seventeen years. That's Seventeen he was, years. Like you mentioned, though, he was brilliant, right? A brilliant yeah. mathematician. And sometimes uh, those kind of minds think way different than uh, than other people. But yeah, sometimes, um, you know, if you don't want to be, I don't know, maybe if you don't want to be found and um, and playing that cat and mouse game. Mm-hmm. Um, he's placed, um, according to this report, 16 bombs mailed between 78 and 95. Wow. Um, injuring two dozen people, killing three people. I mm-hmm. thought it was more than that, but um, that's according to that. Before he was identified as a Unabomber, the New York Times and the Washington Post both published a 35,000-word manifesto at the request of the U.S. Attorney and the Director of the FBI. Yeah, speaking so. of... Uh Speaking of manifesto, are we ever going to get the manifesto of the Tennessee transgender uh, terrorist that killed six people at a Christian school in Nashville? That manifesto has oh, been missing. Stop, yeah. stop. The, the, <laughs> the political narrative on that just doesn't fit. Mm-hmm. So, no. Yeah, it certainly no. doesn't fit, does it, Bob? Also, big news this morning Donald Trump will be arraigned after being indicted. He'll be arraigned on Tuesday. In Miami after, uh, actually, I think he's going to hold a rally before he appears in court on Tuesday afternoon in Miami. Well, yeah, he also called the the counts um, of the indictment as ridiculous and baseless, which is, of course, exactly what he would would say. Told crowds of supporters that the indictment is a one witch hunt after another to try to stop our movement. And before saying in the end, they're they're not coming after me. They're coming after you. Yeah, so we've heard this before. I'm taking this from the Washington Post. This is a Washington Post A1 story this morning. Federal and local authorities on Sunday ramped up security precautions ahead of Donald Trump's first appearance in federal court on criminal charges here. Monitoring online threats and potential gatherings of far-right extremists while marshalling more police officers to be on duty. Escalating violent rhetoric in online forums coupled with defiant statements from the former president and his political allies have put law enforcement officials on alert, Bob Miller, for potential disruptions ahead of Trump's court appearance. He's facing 37-count federal indictment, 31 of which allege he willfully kept classified documents in his possession after leaving the White House. What about Joe Biden's classified documents that he had no business? Oh, Hillary Clinton. Yeah, right. (laughs) Right? Any number. I mean, look, Mike Pence. Mike Pence had classified documents, and he was cleared. Why does Donald Trump get crucified when people like Mike Pence, uh, who wasn't even allowed to have classified documents as a vice president, Joe Biden still probably has classified documents as a president, and to boot Hunter— vice president. I'm sorry? As vice president, too. Yeah, vice president and senator. Senators have no business with classified documents. And, you know, to further our point and drive home our point, Joe Biden had classified documents in Chinatown in an office in Chinatown where one of our political adversaries could have easily, easily obtained classified information from the United States government. So Joe Biden's obviously compromised, but yet Donald Trump is the one 
who gets indicted. I don't get it. Obviously, clearly, two forms of justice in the United States government. Well, as as a lot of people have said, you know, is the federal government weaponizing, you know, the FBI and other organizations of the Justice Department? Oh, they clearly are, Bob. And the fact that Jack Smith uh, stood up there, he's the special prosecutor, special counsel. Um, this is the first time a former president has been indicted on federal charges. And very clearly, the agenda for the Department of Justice is not to enforce the law anymore. It's to prosecute political opponents of the current president and protect the president from any scrutiny that he might face in relation to his son, who is obviously selling secrets. There's a laptop out there that proves it, but there's nothing to see here, Bob Miller. There's nothing to see here. 627 at WFMD, Bob and Ryan back together on a Monday. 